0: Psalmist says, "A day in your court is better than a thousand elsewhere." Can we say that? "A day in your court is better than a thousand elsewhere." When we speak God's word, there is power in that word. Amen. And when we speak it out, there is power in that word. And to, today, I pray, the Lord will speak to our spirits and to our hearts. Once again, Pastor, thank you for having me and the church here for having me. It's an honor to be here and serve the word of God. Also, with Pastor M.A. John, who is here, a great man of God who shares the word of God mightily in power. He is also my wife's uncle, so I have a privilege of being together with him. You know, today I stand here with a lot of <clears throat> with prayer because to stand before him and preach is not an easy thing. Praise God. A well known preacher of God's word and a teacher of God's word. But shall we be with prayer? The Lord will speak to us. Amen. Because he satisfies the hungry souls. If you come with the hunger, the Lord will satisfy your hungry soul. Praise God. It's all, such a joy to be in this wonderful worship team as they lead into worship. Uh, I have a dear friend of mine. Uh, he was he was a Buddhist um, before he came to the Lord. Now he's a pastor of, in one of our churches. And he said to me he, when he was in Australia, and he would go to this beautiful church and he says, he went to this church, It's wonderful worship. And after worship, because you're a newcomer, you get coffee too. And he says, for $2, it's, it's a great deal because you've got live music and you get coffee, isn't it? And says, so why wouldn't people not go to church on a Sunday morning, isn't it? It's a great deal. Praise God. But we have got more than that because God feeds our spirit with this word. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Today I'm going to continue on speaking from the book of Daniel chapter 11 and verses 32. That's a word that we have been taking uh, in the season of uh, in this fasting. Uh, the Lord has given to us in the book of Daniel chapter 11 and verses 32. Yesterday I spoke part of that word. I'm going to speak some other part of this towards it. Let's read that verse which says that those who know their God, they shall be strong and they will carry out exploits. Praise God. The knowledge of God, the revelation of God, gives us strength to carry out exploits which otherwise cannot be possible. While there is a world that is going around in being defeated, the word of God reveals to us the strategies of how to carry out exploits. And they lie in the revelation of the word of God. It's not information that changes us. It's that the revelation that we get from God's word that changes us. David had a revelation about the word of God and he says, the Lord is my light and my salvation, whom shall I fear? Can you repeat that? The Lord is my light and my salvation, whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life, whom shall I be afraid of? Praise God, hallelujah. When you get that revelation, light starts to come in, praise God. Amen. No matter how dark it is, when light comes, light exposes things out. It shows us who we are, what is the power of God in us, what is the the mandate that God has given to us. That's what revelation does. And that's why in Psalms 18, David says, David was a warrior. He knew that he was not alone. It was God who was with him. In the battlefields, praise God. In somewhere in Second Chronicles or First Chronicles, First Chronicles. The Word of God specifically says that the Lord preserved David. Amen. He was in the battlefield, but the Lord preserved him. How many of you can thank God that God is the one who preserves me? Open your mouth and say Lord I thank you Because you preserve me From the plans of the enemies From, the, from, the, from the, 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 the voices of the enemy That are things that are set against me You are the Lord who preserves me Praise God As I was sitting there the, the word came to me From the book of Acts chapter 11 And I think it's verse 22 Somebody can read that Acts chapter 11 And verse. there's a word which Peter says The Lord preserved me Acts eleven twenty-two. Maybe I got the wrong word. Just give me a moment, please. Acts chapter 12, verses 11. I'm sorry. Acts chapter 12, verses 11. Amen. When Peter, he had a revelation about something. And that revelation is that it is God who preserved me and kept me from the expectation of the Jewish people. Can somebody open your mouth and say, Lord, I thank you because you have preserved me and kept me from the expectation of the devil. You have preserved me and kept me from the expectation of my enemies. The ones that spoke against me, the ones that." against me. It is you who preserve me from that. Praise God. Come on, let's open our mouth for a moment. Praise God. I'm just not preaching. Hallelujah. Right now, open your mouth and lift up your voice and say, Lord, I thank you because you are the Lord who preserves me. Praise God. You deliver me from the hand of my enemies. It is you who kept me, praise God, from falling. Hallelujah. Yesterday I spoke briefly about the revelation of the power of God's word, because those who know their God, knowledge is about being revealed. The revelation that comes there, and we spoke about briefly about. There are many revelations we can speak about. The revelation of our spiritual nature, the revelation of the power of the Holy Spirit, the revelation of of the power of fasting and prayer, the revelation of holy life, the revelation of walking in the Spirit, the revelation of your authority that God has given to you. These revelations are important. But I want to become two things, which as one I spoke last yesterday was. The revelation of the power of God God's word And today I want to speak about The revelation of the mandate And the purpose of prayer If you want to title this message It is the revelation about the mandate And the purpose of prayer When somebody understands the mandate of prayer And the purpose of prayer They cannot do nothing else but to pray Because prayer changes things Hallelujah you can be the greatest preacher, but to heaven, the prayer warrior is the greatest person. The world has not seen them; Closest have not. They have been they have been hiding behind the closets because they have the keys to heaven. They got the keys to heaven. Praise God! They got the, they can change, change things because that's what the Word of God says: the effective, fervent prayer of the righteous man avails much. It can get results. It can get results. The things that cannot be changed in the natural. When a person starts to pray and intercede before the courts of heaven, changes start to come. And when the church understands the mandate And the power of prayer Things will start to shift Praise God Will somebody open your mouth and say Lord fill me with that spirit of prayer Fill me with that spirit of prayer If you have lost your desire to pray If you had hindrances in your prayer Let this morning time be the morning time When your spirit is restored to pray once again See prayer takes faith It takes faith to pray Because without faith you cannot pray and through prayer, your faith also grows. Amen? So it's almost like a chicken and egg, which is which one comes first, isn't it? But I would say without faith, it is impossible to please God. So get your faith first. And if you don't have faith, get your word out and start reading that word. Because it does not matter how you feel. God does not move on feelings. Spirit of God does not move on feelings. God moves through His word. And his word he has given to us, which is an unchanging word. Praise God. You may not feel like praying, but take up your word and start reading it out. And as you read the word, faith will arise. Because faith comes by hearing and hearing of the word of God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Will somebody open your mouth and shout an amen to the Lord. Or witness to God and say, Lord, raise up my faith. The devil tries to lock your mouth out because in your mouth resides power. Because if a man of God or a woman of God opens their mouth to speak, the devil cannot stand before them. Hallelujah. And that's why the devil is trying to close the mouth of people. But today is the day. Is the day of salvation. Praise God. Today is the day of victory. Today is the day where the Lord is doing, shifting some things. Today is the day the Lord is going to move in a powerful way. Hallelujah, you may have lost your hunger to pray But today be the day when God restores to you Because he restores my soul He restores my soul If you would like to study about prayer Please read this book from Ravenhill Leonard Ravenhill, he says Why Revival Tarries There are another two books the, the Power of Prayer and The Purpose of Prayer By Edward Bounds Please read these books These are powerful books about prayer, what prayer can do. The power of prayer, the mandate of prayer. What God does when a person prays. Prayer brings revelation. Say revelation. And we all need revelation. We need revelation about the strategies that God has for us. How do we do things? How do we take care of our children? How do we take care of our family? How do I I prosper in my workplace? How do I prosper in my ministry? Because there is an enemy there who is trying to stop you and to limit you. But prayer and the revelation brings light. And that's why the psalmist says in Psalms 18, I think Psalms 18, he says like this, David says like this. He says that the Lord has lit my lamp. The Lord has enlightened my darkness. I think it's Psalms 18 verses 22. It says, Lord has lit my lamp. The Lord has enlightened my darkness. When light comes and darkness moves, I can see clearly. Amen. And then he says, I will now jump over this wall that is set for me. I will jump over it. Praise God. I can have the power to go against the enemy that came against me because God is with me. He is for me. He is not against me. Praise God. That's when revelation comes. Otherwise you feel everything is against you. You are alone. I'm crying. I pr- i don't know what is happening in my life. But when revelation comes, you know that if God is for me, who can be? Against me. Can somebody say that? If God is for me, who can be against me? Praise God. Hallelujah. A man of God, when revelation comes, this word becomes yours. This word becomes yours. You will eat the word. You will speak the word. You will live through the word. Because God's word, he cannot change his word. He has, that's why we have this, you are so blessed to hold this written word of God. It is the source of our life. Psalms 19 says, your word is a lamb to my feet and a light to my path. Praise God. We are going coming back to prayer. The mandate and the purpose of prayer. The purpose of prayer, the mandate of prayer is to establish the kingdom of God. When Jesus taught his disciples to pray, he said like this, Father, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. The purpose of prayer is to go to the courts of heavens heavens and say, Lord, as I live here on the earth, I pray that thy kingdom come, thy will be done through my life. I used to work for a king. He's still there. He's still the king of Dubai. And so I have seen some royal, royal protocols. You just can't walk up to a king and talk to him. His wives cannot reach out to him. There are some protocols on how to reach a king. Same way, that's why Jesus says, God is a spirit and those who worship or interact with the spirit can only do it by the truth and through the spirit. There are some protocols of how you can reach to God and it's important for us to study and know about these protocols so that our prayers can be effective because there is nothing the king cannot do. Praise God. Hallelujah. There is nothing that our God cannot do but we should know the protocols of prayer. What is the mandate of prayer and what has God promised us in his word about prayer? What are the provisions of God in prayer? When I pray, there is something to hold on to, to when I can pray that prayer. Praise God. In 1 John 5 17 says that this is the confidence that we have in Him. If we ask anything according to His will, that He will hear us. The confidence that we have that when we ask God according to the written word of God, He is bound to hear us. That is our confidence. It does not matter how you feel. It, does not, it is, does not need to align with your reality But the confidence is based on the truth of God's word And the word of God says there is, That God can There is nothing impossible with God Those who believe They are the ones that will receive Praise God Hallelujah Those who believe they can receive That's why the enemy tries to fight against our belief system That we don't believe what the word says enemy tries to fight it out, tries to close our eyes of understanding, not, not our eyes that we see but our spiritual eyes and the ears of our understanding. The enemy tries to close that, that we may not be effective. But the Lord wants us to know the work of the enemy and stand against it so that when we pray and when we seek God, we know that there is a God in heaven who answers my prayer. Praise God. Hallelujah. We all pray for many reasons. We, we pray for many things. But the number one, the purpose of prayer is to establish the kingdom of God. So if we were to go to the king and to do something and say, Hey, we want to do this or build this road or we want to get something done. As long as it is for the kingdom, the answer is yes. Get it done. Get it done. There is never a no. As long as this, What do you want? You want money? Who do you want to speak to? You no, know, the army is for you. The police is for you. My ministers are for you. Get it done is the answer. Praise God. The mandate of prayer shows us that when we seek the kingdom of God. That's what Jesus said. Seek first. Can we say that? Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. We are seeking the wrong things. But when we start to seek God's kingdom and go to God and pray Lord for the sake of your kingdom bring revival to this land for the sake of your kingdom let the sinners be turned out to you for the sake of your kingdom Lord anoint me with the holy spirit and with the gifts of the spirit God says done He says done because that is for the kingdom of God praise God Hallelujah. Hallelujah And when you learn to weave the kingdom into your lifestyle and you live for the kingdom what of God says all these things that you seek after Will be added to you All these things There is nothing that is not undone there All these things Hallelujah Open your mouth and say I'm going to be a kingdom seeker Say it with all your heart I'm going to be a kingdom seeker Because when you seek That's what Jesus came Jesus, didn't, Jesus came to show us He came and preached the gospel of the kingdom of God The gospel of the kingdom of God That's what Jesus came for He came to reveal that I am the way, the truth, and life. He came to show us a way to God. A way that we can enter into the life. Praise God. So no man's man's life is greater than his prayer. No man's life is greater than his prayer. And when we understand the power of prayer, we will pray more. We will pray more. You know, I have a very busy life. With my work, I'm very busy. I travel a lot. I think this, this year, I think I've traveled over 20 weeks. I've traveled already. And I think my, my, the rest of the year seems to be also a similar way. I've taken a pause in my travel because we were traveling to Australia, India. We were just buying this house. So I've cut on a lot of travel. I travel extensively. I've got responsibility with the church, with the family thing. So I know my time is limited. But every time I pray to God and I say, Lord, help me. I can see that the Lord gives clear strategies for my work, so I don't have to toil at my workplace. I don't have to toil there. Praise God. I want to encourage you. Pray. Ask God for strategies. Ask God to reveal to you, what should I do there? Even before I stand there to make a presentation, sometimes, you know, i got a prayer meeting before that, before I go into a presentation. I lead my online prayer and then walk into a presentation. I've not even prepared my presentation. But while I'm sitting there, the Lord says, write this three, four points, one slide. Where my people, my peers have got ten slides, I've got one slide. But the Lord does great things there with that one slide because when we trust and seek God. Amen. Hallelujah. Prayer can make you powerful. In the life of Daniel, he understood that it was through prayer. We see the lifestyle of Daniel, he prayed three times a day. As a Jewish, it was customary for him to pray. He prayed those three times. It's good for us to pray always. That's what God says, to pray always. To seek the Lord always, to pray. But there is a time of prayer, which is the morning prayer, which is a powerful time of prayer, because it's the beginning of your day. When you start with God, you can continue on with God, and you can do great things. Praise God. Hallelujah. I'm going to talk a few more things about Why we should What are some of the focus areas We need to pray Often we are taught to pray For our needs As a child you are taught to pray for your needs And that's a basic prayer that we teach our children To pray for your needs To pray for your parents To pray for your grandparents Little ones your friends to pray for them But that's the basic prayer There are many things the world reveals to us about prayer I want to catch up a few things Not everything but a few things That we should pray for that we should make it a point to pray for. Because God knows your needs. But when you seek those things which are revealed in the word, they are very powerful. And your prayers start to become more effective. Praise God. Let's talk about them. A few of them. Number one, pray for a personal growth and encounter with God's word. Pray for personal growth and an encounter with God's word. Because an encounter with God can change your life. Abraham had an encounter with God. What did God tell him? God told him, get out from your country, from your father's house and from your people to the place I'm showing you. Praise God. It was that encounter with God that gave Abraham the courage to move out of his comfort zone. There is no growth in life unless you are ready to move out of your comfort zone. I'm I'm prophesying to somebody. Somebody. There is no growth in life unless you are ready to move out of your comfort zone. Because the more you stay in your comfort zone, you are not going to grow. Before God could move Abraham and take him and say, I'm going to make you a blessing. He said, you got to do what I'm telling you to do. Move out from your place of your comfort zone. Move out from your country. Move out from your family. From your father's house. And I am going to bless you. Praise God. Hallelujah. The blessing is when you move through the revelation of that word. So pray for encounters and the revelation of God's word. Praise God. Colossians chapter 1 verses 9 to 12. I'm not going to read the whole verse. Paul prays this prayer for the church in, that your eyes of your understanding may be enlightened. Praise God. Pray for that Lord. Open my spiritual eyes that as I read your word that I can receive the enlightenment from your word. The hidden mysteries can be revealed to me. Praise God. Deuteronomy 29, 29 says that the secret things belong to God but what is revealed to us say revealed to us they belong to us and to our children. There are many secret things are hidden in God's word. Many things are hidden but that is revealed to us. That means it's covered. It's not plain. You need the spirit of god needs to open your eyes so we can see that and when it becomes when it reveals to us it becomes ours and for our children praise god so pray for a revelation and an encounter with god's word a revelation and an encounter with god's word where your spiritual eyes are enlightened where you can see the power of god's word where you are not affected by what you see but you are you see through your eyes of faith for we do not walk by sight, but we walk by faith. Praise God. Many times the world tries to impress upon you the things that you see and you feel and tries to stop you. But for a child of God who has got revelation, they say, no. That's not the reality. The truth is something else because I got the revelation from God. Praise God. To Jehoshaphat, the army was great that was outside him that made him afraid in his natural senses. But the revelation that came to him was to start praise and worshiping God. And when they started to do that, what happened? They won the victory. Praise God. Not only did they win the victory, but they also took the spoils from the enemies. How many of you will praise Say, Lord? Open my eyes and give me a revelation of your word an encounter with your presence oh God that I can see things not in the natural but in the supernatural and start to operate there you even can start praying right now and say Lord open my eyes that should be our greatest prayer Lord open my eyes open my eyes Lord to see who you are your word revelation of your power your greatness your purpose praise God I'm going, going quickly here Number two, pray for that God will preserve you in peace and grace. Pray for peace and grace. You know, the greatest challenge we face today is lack of peace or anxiety, isn't it? How many of you this week have experienced anxiety? I can tell you, me, number one. This move has been crazy, man. It's been crazy. It's been really crazy. Till Wednesday, we were not sure whether we were moving or not or what's happening. It was difficult. But I had to constantly pray. I submit myself to the will of God. I won't be anxious. Because anxiety takes away your peace. Philippians chapter 4 verses 4 to 6 says, Be anxious for nothing. But in everything with prayer, supplication and thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God and the peace of God that surpasses all understanding shall guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus it will guard your heart and your mind praise God it will guard your heart and your mind we need peace from God everyday we need peace from God that we may not we may remain without anxiety that we may remain without offense, we may remain without discouragement Some of the the tactics of the enemy is to bring offense. You know how many people get offended coming to church? The pastor said something, somebody did not look at me like this. You know, when I sang the song, no one sang with me. I preached, no one said an amen. I got offended. I'm not coming to church anymore. People get offended for many things, many reasons they get offended. And the enemy wants to keep people in offense discouraged, dishearted, so that he can rule over them and break that bondage by saying, I refuse to be in offense. I refuse to be in discouragement or to be anxious because if my God is for me, who is against me? Praise God. He is the one who lifts me up. Praise God. Hallelujah. Pray for the peace of God. Pray for the grace of God because without grace and peace, we can't do anything. If you lose your peace, you are but yourself, an ordinary person who is just simply angry. Anyone can be angry for anything, right? But to be angry for the right reasons is very difficult. Angry for the right reasons. I have to often remind myself, if you've got courage, be angry for the right reasons. You can be angry for anything. Somebody honked at you, you can be angry with them. Somebody overtook you, you can be angry with them. You can be angry for anything, but to be angry for the right reasons takes a lot of courage. It takes a lot of courage. Jesus was angry when he went to the temple and he saw them selling the wares there and his anger turned into something else, isn't it? Let's pray that Lord give us anger for the right reasons but not for the wrong ones. Praise God. Psalms 55 verses 22, 22 says that cast your burdens to the Lord and he will sustain you. He will never let the righteous to be moved. Praise God. When we cast our burdens, many times we are not able to cast it out, give it out because we keep some of our burdens to ourselves as we pray. But as we learn in prayer to give it to God, what happens? There is, we receive that He takes over our burdens. He takes over that situation. We are giving that control to God and say, Lord, I acknowledge you in this. The book of Proverbs says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding in all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your paths praise God because there is a God who is willing to direct us there is a God who is willing to give us the counsel but we don't ask him we don't ask for that counsel praise God so pray for pray for peace pray for the comfort of the Holy Spirit pray for the assurance of the power of God's word that your hearts may be settled The book of Peter says grace and peace be multiplied to you In the knowledge of God and of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ That means as much as you know about who God is, what he can do Grace and peace fills your heart You know what is grace? It's an enabler Grace is an enabler That means what ordinarily you could not do Grace enables you to do that Praise God And peace will sustain you Praise God. We need both grace and peace and that comes when we are filled with the knowledge of God of who God is, what He can do, the power of God, the provisions of God, the mandates that God has given to us, the authority that God has given to us. Is somebody encouraged this morning time? Hallelujah. May the Lord help us to pray. Pray more effectively. May pray more powerfully that through our praise God can do things. The word says that Elijah was a man like us. But when he prayed, even the natural operation of evaporation stopped. Can you imagine that? When a man prays and God hears that prayer, it no longer water can go up. The water stops evaporating. Praise God. The water wants to evaporate, but the loss has been changed over evaporation for that season because somebody prayed. Praise God. Hallelujah. Maybe through your prayers, let there be a revival in Jericho. Praise God. Is this place called Jericho? Hicksville? Hicksville. Praise God. Let there be a revival in Hicksville. Praise God. Will somebody say amen to that? Through your prayers, may thousands turn to the Lord. Praise God. Through your prayers, there be a revival in this church. Praise God. Revival in this land. Praise God. May our sons and daughters rise up to take places of influence. Praise God. Through our prayers. Hallelujah. And God is a faithful God. The enemy tries to stop us from praying because he knows that when people pray, God will do things. The fight to pray is often very challenging. You can say many reasons why you don't have time to pray, but find time to pray. Find time. You've got to fight for that. You've got to fight for time to pray. Prayer is not a tick in the box, on your checklist saying, oh, I have prayed. No, it's a lifestyle. Prayer is not a tick in the box saying today morning I've prayed so I've done. I've done my I've brushed my teeth. I've prayed. No. Prayer is a lifestyle. You cannot but go ahead but just to pray because knowing that God moves when I pray and I need God with me to walk this life. I can't do it without him but only by his grace I can do this. Praise God. Hallelujah. Let's go to the third one. Praise God. Praise God. Receiving our daily needs. Of course we all pray for this but Jesus also tells us to ask and it shall be given to you seek and you shall find knock and the door shall be open for you ask what you need seek God ask him are you lacking courage in your life ask God for courage praise God the word of God says if anyone lacks wisdom let him to ask God ask God can you say ask God if you are lacking wisdom what is wisdom? Solomon says, wisdom is the principal thing in all your getting, get wisdom. In all your gettings, get wisdom. Why? We can go to college. We can have a degree or a PhD. You get knowledge, information. But wisdom gives you the ability to transform that information into actionable things. How do I take this knowledge and use this for something good? That is wisdom. And if the word is, what the word says, if anyone lacks wisdom, let him to ask God who liberally gives to all without reproach. He gives to all. He gives us wisdom. He counsels us. He will show us the way to go. So we got to ask God for that wisdom, saying, Lord, help me and give me that wisdom. Give me that wisdom. Number four, be a kingdom seeker. Seeking, because that's the, the, the thing that Jesus said. Seek ye, first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and we can pray Lord help me to be a kingdom seeker a person that seeks after your kingdom kingdom is in my heart in my things that I do but what does it mean to be the kingdom that means the Lord Jesus is the Lord of your life he is the Lord of your life that means you cannot do anything without his lordship over your life that means if I want to interact with somebody, I need permission from the king. My money belongs to the king. Praise God. My money belongs to the king. Praise God. This money is not mine. I am just a, t- a faucet for that money. That means my, I just God has given me that money. It is not mine. Praise God. The things that I have is not mine. It belongs to God's kingdom. And when a person comes to that place where he understands about money, Money becomes abundant because God wants to use that person. Or resources become abundant because God wants to use that person. When we try to make it ours, what happened? Suddenly, it's a, it's a worldly principle. It's a worldly principle. Things change. The concept of the kingdom of heaven is not working there. And so let's pray, Lord, help me to be a kingdom seeker. Understanding what your kingdom demands and to follow the lordship of your king praise God that you be the king of my life wherever I go no matter where I am whether I'm in the college or in the school or in my office or in ministry or I'm traveling Lord you be the king of my life to be a kingdom seeker that's what the lord seeks after because he's looking for people who are kingdom seekers because he mandated us and told us to seek after the kingdom and when we pray lord help me to seek after your kingdom the answer is yes and that's what jesus says in the book of john chapter 15 verse 16 he says like this that i have you have not chosen me but i've called you and i've chosen you that you may bear fruit and that your fruit may remain And so whatever things you ask my Father in my name, it shall be given to you. Praise God. Jesus wants you to be fruitful. The mandate about your life is to be fruitful. Seek God and ask him, Lord, the things that are preventing you to be fruitful. Is it your work situation? Is it some crisis you're going through in your life? Seek God and say, Lord, I'm not able to be be fruitful because of the situation and help me to be fruitful. Because that's what your word says. You, You want me to be fruitful. And when I seek that, I I will start to be fruitful. Praise God. You can ask God for provisions. You can ask God for health. You can ask God for grace. You can ask God for anointing for your ministry. Praise God. And God is faithful to give it to us. But the question is, will we find time to ask? Will we find time to ask? We all know what prayer can do. You know, I'm talking to a Pentecostal church here. I don't have to teach about prayer. We all know what prayer can do. I'm just here to come and exhort you once again and to remind you of the power and the mandate of prayer. Praise God. And when God starts to move in our lives and when God starts to do this, God is able to extraordinary things to our life. Praise God. The greatest need for this generation is people who learn or know how to pray. One of the things I really miss after coming to the U.S. is I miss a group of men back in Australia. We used to gather every Saturday morning 5 a.m. to pray. And people would travel almost three hours to just come for that prayer. That means they started probably 2 a.m. in the morning to come for that 5 a.m. prayer. Whether it be sunshine, rain or whatever. It is not in a church. It's in an outside. It's just in the open. And men would gather to pray. And I've seen God do amazing things there. And may the Lord stir up some hearts to rise up to pray. Maybe in your closets, in the place where God has placed you, may your spirit rise up to say, Lord, fill me with the spirit of prayer. How many of you will pray this? I'm going to close. But how many of you can pray this prayer? Lord, fill me with a spirit of prayer. Fill me with the spirit of prayer. I want to come back to you once again in prayer, understanding the purpose and the mandate and the power of prayer, Lord. Open my eyes that so I can pray effectively. Not unknowingly praise God But knowingly that when I pray God does something Praise God Prayer is the mold that God fills Praise God And what is the mold that you can prepare as you come to God Praise God Hallelujah And what are the things you're going to ask God for Praise God We need faith to ask God for great things And say we can Can we ask the Lord and say Lord shift my prayer life Let me move from my little prayers to some great prayers Let my prayer bring change to nations, to change to families, change to lives. Praise God. Hallelujah. Can we just take a moment? Just close your eyes. Wherever you're sitting, just close your eyes. Praise God. And will you ask yourself and speak to the Lord and say, Lord, once again, revive in me the spirit of prayer. Grant me the spirit of prayer. Hallelujah. Stir up, stir up in my life, the spirit of prayer. Hallelujah. Oh, we worship you. Oh, we worship you. Oh, we worship you. Hallelujah. Just open your mouth and just start talking to God. Oh, we worship you. If you can pray in tongues, open your mouth and start we praying in tongues word in the Riki bahasara tara ba sheke nihantoro besse Yasamana masake ter biha sheke ori bahase The God has given us the gift of tongues what is that for it's for praying, amen. It's for praying. Those who speak in tongues they don't speak to man, but they speak to God. Can we just open our mouth for a few minutes here and just start speaking in tongues? If God has given you the gift of speaking in tongues, open your mouth and start speaking in tongues. <laughs> Come on, stir up your spirit and start praying in tongues and speaking in tongues for a more few moments. If you have not received the gift of speaking in tongues, right now you can pray, Lord, fill me with the gift of speaking in tongues. Even right now, open your mouth and ask the Lord. He is willing to give it to you. Pour out your spirit, oh God, I pray. Pour out your spirit, oh God, I pray. Upon your people, upon this nation, upon this church, upon our families, I pray. I pray. Don't stop because I stopped, hallelujah. You can still continue to worship God. Just praise Him. Open your mouth and praise Him. Say, Lord, I am hungry for more. I am hungry for more. Stir up in me a life of prayer. A lifestyle of prayer. Or let the barriers to be broken in the name of Jesus. Or hindrances to be broken in the name of Jesus. And while you are sitting there, if you are saying, I want to, I want to rededicate my life to Jesus. I want to open this place up, the altar up. Just come forward. We like to pray for you. We would like to pray for you. If you have had hindrances in your life to pray and you want to have a touch of the Holy Spirit today and say, I want to rededicate my life to the ministry of prayer, please come forward. We'd like to pray for you, praise God, hallelujah. If there's anyone here and saying, Lord, I want to dedicate my life to prayer. I need a restart in my life, praise God. You are not coming to man, you are coming to God, the altar of the God's presence. Shetere, sherite, Hallelujah Oh, we worship you The Lord is sending some healings to his people The Lord is sending some healings to his people Hallelujah, you have received a report I cancel some reports in the name of Jesus I cancel some reports in the name of Jesus. Some blood disorders, we cancel in the name of Jesus. Lord, we give you thanks and we give you praise. Lord, stir up our spirits, we pray. That we can pray effectively knowing the mandate and the purpose of prayer. Help us Lord we pray. In Jesus name. Amen. Thank you pastor. God bless you all. Thank you for having me. Praise God.